1: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. the poster said? See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because
2: nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right
1: now.
0: What are you into?
2: Talking. Yeah. <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read at PG-13.
3: Today's episode is brought to you by GEICO. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. But you know what's easy? bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's insurance or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too, because you already have so much to do around the house. Go to geico.com, get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today. That's geico.com. And we thank them for sponsoring today's podcast why
4: adfreeshows.com it's simple it's early and ad free Why wait for your favorite shows to drop when you can listen as soon as they stop recording? There's no need to wait. You can access it all before anyone else can. Plus, no ads. No one telling you what to bundle or how to keep that man part standing tall. None of that. It's just straight content from all your favorite hosts, including Jeff Jarrett, Eric Bischoff, Kurt Angle, and the rest of the team. That's not all. You also get immediate access to watching their reactions live on video as well. So don't put it off any longer. Do it now. You won't be disappointed. Start enjoying all the podcasts
1: you love early and ad-free at adfreeshows.com. Pardon the interruption, but I just wanted to tell you really quick about two of the best ways to support The Orange Show. One is to pick up a shirt from ArnShirts.com, and the other is to grab a gimmick from boxagimmicks.com. It's the official store of The Orange Show. You not only support the show financially, but you get to show off your fandom to others, helping spread the word about one of your favorite podcasts. So check out arnshirts.com and boxagimmicks.com. And thank you for being a listener to The Orange Show.
3: Hey, listen up. If you're in a 30 year loan, if you've got a second mortgage, if you've got credit card debt, what are you waiting for? Hurry to save We're routinely helping wrestling fans just like you all across the country. Save more money than they ever thought possible. And you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this, but what's best about save with conrad.com. It's the experience. Don't take my word for it. Check out all the five-star reviews over at conradreviews.com. Michael up in Akron, Ohio gave us five stars and said, Jimmy and Jennifer were great to work with. They always responded right away. Whenever I had any questions, we got another five-star review from Robert in New Jersey, another five-star review from Judith in North Carolina. What about a five-star from Nicholas in South Carolina or a five-star from Stephanie in Indiana or a five-star from Corey in Florida. We want to save you money. We want to show you how to keep more of your own money. And we're routinely helping podcast listeners just like you say five six seven even 800 bucks a month and you can do it too right now at savewithconrad.com NMLS number 65084 equal housing lender savewithconrad.com Hey, it's Conrad Thompson. And you're listening to Arn. And of course we couldn't do it without the hall of famer, the founder of the four horsemen, the creator of the spine buster. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is. Arn Anderson. Arn. How are you, man? I tell you last week was pretty full show. Wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was man.
5: God, it's got me, got me reminiscing and thinking and a lot going on and God, what a special time in the business.
3: It's, uh, it's such a great time to think about October and now November of 1985, because this is the month where, yeah, we're going to talk about all the matches we're going to talk about all the towns, but something special happens in November, as the story goes, there was a local promo where all the guys are out there together. And I think you've said, you just said it sort of off the cuff. Tony Schiavone is there. And you said, uh, something like not since, well, you remember, how did it go?
5: Yeah, it's, uh, you know, never in the history of the world have, has so much destruction been inflicted on so many by so few, the full horsemen. Meaning the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yeah, so it was a biblical reference, kind of tweaked and catered to fit our situation. And you know, biblical quotes are some of them. If when you when you read them, it just slap you in the face, and they go, "God, that's powerful stuff." Well, I guess so. I mean, it's it's coming from the book, and that was just it was. I didn't prepare for it. I don't know how, why it popped into my head. It's just looking at those guys that were surrounding me on that promo. It just kicked in and it just fit really did.
3: And as the legend goes, that tape is not out there. It was a localized promo. And as a result, it was probably just taped over. So I don't think footage of it exists. Sort of explain to everybody what we mean when we say localized promo.
5: Well, you're just talking about the town, your personalized, the town. This Monday, we're going to be in Greenville and, and, uh, you know, we're going to stop here, uh, and, uh, at this gas station, you know, and and get gas and we're going to be in this arena by name. And we're going to go early that day and train. And then we're going to be back at the Marriott and, you just personalize the town and it, and it gives the people that are watching the show at home a sense that this is their television show and uh, local promos really help to sell tickets locally big time
3: so the idea would be <clears throat> that tape wouldn't have aired nationally it wouldn't have been on WTBS it would have been one of the syndicated shows Uh, where they're saying, don't forget this Saturday night and such and such specific to that market. And that's where that not since the four horsemen of the apocalypse, have you seen blah, 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 whatever. Uh, we are going to see you officially refer to this outfit as the four horsemen on November 9th. Uh, but before we get there, let's sort of set the stage. Uh, November 2nd, we're doing a a TV taping at the Omni. And of course you're all over it. Um, Not at the Omni, forgive me. The WTBS studios, like we always did the old six Oh five show. This is what aired that day, uh, from the six Oh five show, November 2nd, 1985.
4: All right, David, we're back here at ringside. That was an interview recorded with the world heavyweight champion last week. And his cousins are here with us only at Arn Anderson, the national tag team champions,
0: Well, Tony Giovanni, that's a member of a family that anybody would be proud of number one and number two just don't everybody get distressed because i wasn't mentioned in that little paraphrase this kind of does my talking for itself you know what i'm saying secondly it's been brought to our attention that dusty Rhodes has got his cast off well dusty you may be long on guts but you're short on brains it's a medical and physical impe- impossibility for anybody to heal that quickly Dusty Rhodes, if November the 3rd is actually the date that you're going to try to come back into action, you're goofier than I thought, because it's physically and medically impossible, and if you roll in an arena where the Andersons are, or Ric Flair, we'll just re-break that leg for you, Dusty Rhodes. This is mine, and recognize me as the world television
1: champion. Holy I'd have to agree with everything's been said so far. I think that Dusty Rhodes is a guy that I've always looked at and said, you're a good wrestler, no question about it. You got a lot of guts. You got everything it takes. Only one thing short. You don't have this belt. You don't have these belts. And now it comes to everybody's attention that maybe you don't have too many brains either. I'll tell you this, Rhodes, and you can take it for gospel, you can write it down, you can bank on it, you can make book on it. It's too soon. It's too soon for anybody, even you, to come back in the ring. When you're hurt, you ought to take plenty of time. But it's just something that we're going to love to see you come back a little bit too early. Because when you do, we're going to make sure we do the job right. They all say it's too soon, but we're going to hear from Dusty Rhodes' doctor a little bit later on. Let's go to the ring.
3: So we've got hard times on, uh, on Dusty Rhodes, but we're not done. You're going to be back on this very same program. Cutting a promo with Tony and Oli. Here we go. We
1: also mentioned we had. Crockett out here and you talk about taking law and order in your own hands. Who in the world do you think you are, Crockett? You talk about people that are cheating, people that are backstabbing. I never saw anything like it in my life. You listen to what Bob Geigel says and you discount it. I know a couple of lawyers. In fact, I know a whole bunch of lawyers. I'll make sure they get to seat, Tully Blanchard and get it straightened out. If you go back and you think about what the rules of the game are, you find out that Tolly Blanchard had one commitment to wrestle Magnum PA. One more. The last one. Am I right? Am I lying? Am I telling a story no i'm telling it just like that everybody knows it one more match now it's gonna be another match, an I-quit match, when Bob Geigle, President NWA, says no, Jim Crockett comes out here, he's got some little goofy loophole, and he's gonna put a guy back in it. Well, let me tell you this, you better watch out. Hey, we don't kid, we don't joke, we don't fool around, we've heard a lot of people. Magnum TA, there's a lot of time between now and that starcade. I oh, want about four weeks. You better have police around you every minute. You better be a child. You better be careful because if we get one chance, I mean one chance, even half a chance, Magnum T.A., we're going to take you right out of this world.
0: I want to know one thing and one thing only, Tony Gervais. I guess I hear about dusty roads and a steel boot, like a construction worker's boot. Now I usually don't get upset, but if I get my arm hurt, can only Anderson tape a ball peen hammer to my arm and go out there in the ring and wrestle with it? It's just completely out of order. We have to Come go to the scoreboard, and we'll be right back.
3: It can be a little frustrating, especially if you're in a hurry or running late, to find yourself at a railway crossing waiting for a train. And if the signals are going and the train's not even there, you may feel a bit tempted to try and sneak across the tracks. Well, don't ever to the naked eye. Trains often appear to be further away and moving slower than they are. And they can't stop quickly. Even if the engineer hits the emergency brakes right away, it can take a train over a mile to stop over a mile to stop by that time it's too late. And the result is a potentially deadly crash. The point is you can't know how quickly the train will arrive. The train can't stop quickly. Even if it sees you, it ends in disaster. And if the signals are on the train is on its way and you just need to remember one thing, stop trains can't (laughs) you're fired up, dude. That was great stuff. You know,
5: the one thing that that I heard in Oli's voice, which you you never, you never heard is a little bit of panic and and anger. His voice went up. Yeah, it did. And that by not hearing that now, I hadn't even heard that. Now, what do you think the fans think? This is a different Oli Anderson. This angle is getting bigger than anything we've seen for him to actually, you know, be off his rocker over this and be screaming and hollering, which he never did. I think made it special.
3: It was a a fun time for sure, especially the whole evolution of the cast. And now we've got the boot. Um, you had a couple other syndicated appearances that same weekend. Uh, you and Oli would be in a squash and then do a promo afterwards. Uh, but then there's a, a promo with you and Tully that was on mid Atlantic. I want to play that one for everybody to hear. So we get a little bit of Tully action on today's program. November 2nd, 1985, with Bob Cottle. Here we go.
2: Fans here at ringside. Of course, Tully Blanchard, perfect in. Baby Doll. Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson. That's oh, Dusty Rose. Rose, Rose Bob that, that's Jones. Dusty There's Rose. Rose Bob I'm going to give yourself. this to Baby Doll.
0: I've been hearing speculation that I'm a thief. The bottom line is possession is 99% of the law, Dusty Rhodes. When I see you come out here, late and fly to your back, dropping about the fact, crying that you're hurt. Remember one thing, Dusty Rhodes, we're not playing Weeks, we're not playing Chinese checkers. Every night when we go in that ring, we take the risk of energy. Now, if you don't have the guts to tape it up, put a little icy hot on it, wrap it up, and defend your title, then that makes me world champion. And I'm going to tell you something. The bottom line is, Dusty Rhodes, you're either a world champion or you're not. And as you can see, I am the world television
2: champion. The U.S. champion, Tully Blanchard, only because you want to give Magnum T.A. 8 i gonna tell you it. what, Bob Coslin, everybody out there, you saw a bit
0: of a match, the last chance that Magnum had, and it was hard fought, 35 minutes. But you know, listening to Magnum T.A., you thought he was standing up here and I was laying there knocked out. Well, as you saw, both men got carried out. Magnum T.A., I still have the United States Heavyweight championship. I don't care if you write a letter and send it up there no i quit match i don't care what the nwa says anybody you know how powerful my lawyers are because you know magnum the 30 days you had your chance your history there's plenty of other people out there because i tell you what Starcade is going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread and i'm going to tell you what the man that gets a shot at this at starcade is going to be in the money and magnum i understand you need some what your motorcycle's having a little problem I'll send
5: you some money to pay for it
3: How great was Tully?
5: He was a heels heel Hill boy yes everybody, was everybody hated Tully
3: it's uh it's just classic stuff man and and we're obviously about to reveal on national TV, not a local loss promo that we've got a name that we are officially the horsemen uh, along the way, you do get a stop at the Omni. Which included an in-ring announcement from Jim Crockett Jr. That aired on November third. Or not aired, but it, it happened at the Omni on November third. And remember now, the Omni is what we would call um the scene of the crime, if you will, from the September beatdown, late September is when they put hard times on Dusty. Jim Crockett Jr. steps into the ring and says that Dusty Rhodes has been cleared to return to the ring, and he signed a contract to face the world champion Rick Flair at Starcade. I'm sure that got a big pop from the crowd. And that night, Manny Fernandez was supposed to team with Magnum TA and Billy Jack Haynes to take on the world champ, Ric Flair, and the national tag champs, Ole and Arn Anderson. When, what do you know, Manny wasn't available. So instead dusty Rhodes took his place. What was it like being back in the Omni on November 3rd, 1985. They make that announcement. Dusty's been cleared to return to the ring and he's in the main event and he's standing across from the guys who beat him down here just six weeks ago.
5: Well, you can imagine, you can imagine the rumbling of that crowd. I mean, it was huge. Uh, the guy was back. He was right in front of you, ready to rock and roll. And you know, the more angles that were shot in the Omni and the fact that we did television you know, in Atlanta, it, it became, you know, like a second home. It was like second to Charlotte, you know, it was in that, it was in that group of Greensboro and Charlotte and, and all those, those arenas that we considered for one reason or the other home field advantage. And the Omni was was certainly one of those. So it was fitting that a huge match like that took place in the Omni.
3: I can only imagine the ovation knowing that. The last time you were here, you had to fight your way to the back almost. And now he's cleared for action. And what do you know? He's the surprise after the match, dusty and, uh, and Rick face off before eventually Flair leaves the ring. But you want to talk about building to a big show. Dusty knew how to build to a big show. Did he know it? He's a
5: very, very smart man. Yes, he did. And he knew how to, you know, take care of, you know, his character, but not only the people that he associated with that he gave a rub to you know to magnum and 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 whoever his partners were on that night were bigger stars for it and his opponents and when he would talk about you know his opponents it was the same rule that that I always applied to all the baby faces build them up make them the biggest most dangerous, opponents that you possibly can talk about all of the positives and, and all the things that they bring to the table. It just makes the fight bigger. And when you get your ass kicked, it makes the person that's doing it that much bigger. And Dusty was really good about recapping all the things that we had done to him and, you know, how it was payback time. And he would remind the audience, you know, how he had been dicked around and, and man, today's payday. And it was, and you could, they could count
3: on that fall is here. And we could all use a stiff breeze. That's right. This episode is sponsored by blue chew guys. Confidence can take you far in life. It can also help in the bedroom, especially when it comes time to step up to the plate. And that's where blue chew comes in blue chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. You sign up at Chew.com. you consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA prepared and shipped direct to your door all in a discreet package. And this has been a game changer for my household. And I'm sure it will for you. Uh, if you're like me, you want to have a good time on vacation. So as I've had to miss an episode here, or there rest assured somewhere I was out of town and blue Chew was, uh, around. And, uh, here's the thing. There's uh, nothing sexier than confidence, or at least that's what we've heard women say. Well, Blue Chew will help get you that confidence where it really counts. And if you could benefit from some extra confidence when it's time to perform Blue Chew to the rescue, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew for free and use our promo code wrestle at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com. The promo code is wrestle to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. The next day you're in Greenville, South Carolina, November 4th. You're going to pick up a win over Ron Bass on the fifth. You're at the County Exhibition Center in Sumter, South Carolina. You're going on last with Magnum TA, uh, on the sixth, uh, you're, uh, in Dorton arena and Raleigh, North Carolina. Once again, with Magnum TA going on last on the seventh, it's Magnum dusty and Manny taking on Rick Oli and Arne at the Norfolk scope. Uh, on the 8th, you're in Richmond, Virginia at the Coliseum, a rematch that same six man team. Uh, and then we're doing a, a television taping on November 8th in Columbus. And we're going to be playing some clips from some promos and whatnot. Uh, and then of course, before you know it, we're back doing TV tapings in Shelby, North Carolina, uh, on the 12th, it's a sellout for that worldwide taping, but let's go ahead and play a clip, uh, of some, uh, some audio. Uh, from uh, November 9th here, this is going to be promos with Oli and Arne that aired on World Championship Wrestling. Something magic is going to happen here.
4: That yeah. has been held up. Yeah. The NWA has held up this title. Arn Anderson has the title in his hands, I know. But as Dusty Rhodes' title, it's been held up by the Board of Governors of the NWA. It's and no understand right there is going to be a tournament to decide who will be the world's television
0: champion. I don't know why you've got to have a tournament, David Crockett. You know, in England, They have what they call a little fox hunt. They got one little bitty fox. They got about 25 guys on great big horses, and they chase this little fox. That's what you call a stacked deck. Well, in this case, I'm the fox. And it's because of you. It's because of Jim Crockett Promotions, Dusty Rhodes, and maybe even you, Tony Giovanni, that they're going to have a tournament. Now, I took this from Dusty Rhodes. It's mine. So why are you going to have a tournament for something that belongs to me? Maybe you can answer that, Rock. It sounds like collusion to me.
1: It sounds like somebody's trying to do something to the Anderson brothers that we're not going to let happen. Not you, David Crockett. Not you, Tony. Not Jim Crockett. Not Dusty Rose Return. Not anybody's going to stop us. This belt belongs to the Andersons. It belongs to Arn Anderson. He's got it. You want to get it, Crockett. You want it, Dusty. Or 30 or 40 or how many people are going to be in that tournament. If you want it, you're going to have to come and take it from Arn Anderson. And I'll be right there making sure you don't get
4: it. Well, that's only on Anderson. The fact is because of the injury, Dusty Rhodes was not able to defend that title within 30 days, like in the bylaws. Great. And that's why it has been upheld. Let's go back to the ring.
3: So you do have a match, but then after the match, uh, it is a tag match. You're going to come back and this is where some wrestling history is made. Uh, I want to remind everybody, you have already referred to your outfit as, uh, uh, the four horsemen. Uh, But it was a localized promo. It wasn't something that was seen by everyone. And as the story goes, Tony Schiavone looked to you after you did that localized promo and said, I think you just named yourself. Do you remember that being the case that Tony's the one who realized, Hey, wait a minute. That's the name of this group.
5: Yeah, I really do. Because it was, it was a moment in time. Tony looked like he'd seen a ghost when the promo ended and he walked over and he went, I think this is the quote. He went, geez arm, you just named you guys. You know, I was looking at the monitor and and, and God, that fits. You, you know, that's that's great. You know, and uh where you just come up with that? And I said, Yeah, I guess. I guess I did. And you know, after that aired in the arenas, I started sticking up the four and you know, only you know, noticed it and he noticed the fans were giving it back. And so the next night, you know, he was, he was pitching in he was throwing up the four and the thing just literally evolved. It just flamed up, took off. And uh, there wasn't a discussion really amongst us about it. It was just, Hey man, that, you know, that seems to be working. And it, and it really did. It just kind of came, I guess. You would just have to say it was fate.
3: Let's listen to some of that fate spill out of your mouth again, November 9th here on World Championship Wrestling, the Six O Five Show on TBS. Here we go.
4: We saw a man, Billy Jack Keynes, out here not too long ago, said some threatening words to you and Ole Anderson, Arn Anderson about taking those national tag team titles away from you guys during Star Well, Tony Giovanni,
0: every time I walk in goals gym, I have six or eight muscle heads threatening me so it's nothing new the main thing is what you've got right here in the ring you've got a champion you've got Tully Blanchard you've got Ole Anderson you've got myself and last but by no means least you've got Ric Flair the world's heavyweight champion you're talking about the four horsemen of professional wrestling the people that make things happen and coming up you've got the gathering which is the biggest event ever wrestling wise on the face of this earth now Dusty Rhodes just because they gave you a stacked deck and let you wear that loaded boot don't think by any means that the match and I mean the match with our cousin Ric Flair is going to be anything except the same result. They're going to tote you out on a slab, maybe with two broke legs, because if you think we're going to stray very far, you're sadly mistaken. Tell them about it, Rock.
1: Well, i tell you what, there's several belts up for grabs. National titles are up. We've got Wahoo McDaniel and Billy Jack. We'll take care of that when the time comes, the gathering, the time when everybody gets together. But there's one match in particular that we're going to be watching very, very closely, and it's the one involving our cousin if we're going to break your leg for free dusty roads if we're going to jump magnum ta just for the fun of it if we're going to break sam houston's arm just because we like to hear bones crack you think for two seconds at that yeah. gathering we're going to stand by and watch you and rick flair nothing happening you better get think again that belt up, the biggest belt in the world up for grabs. There's gonna be some Andersons and maybe some friends that are be standing around. You talked about bringing everybody together. Well, we're gonna bring the whole Anderson clan together if we got a truck Minnesota down here. We're gonna have enough people at that gathering that every time you move, you're gonna be looking this way and that way, wondering what's gonna happen, what's gonna happen. And why you're worried about us, Flair is gonna take you apart Keep that world belt, but more importantly, we're going to cripple you once and for all and get you out of yeah, professional wrestling, and them. that's
0: a promise road. Let's don't forget what our good friend Tully Blanchard is going to do to Magnum. Tully, show him what class is all about right there, baby. Cut up a little bit. Let's go to the ring.
3: Four Horsemen. that's said for the first time on TV here, November 9th, 1985. Golly, on the one hand, it doesn't feel like it was all that long ago, but on the other hand, it feels like another lifetime ago. What about from your perspective?
5: yeah, gotcha. and it, you know, it it stuck. And I knew, you know, then there was going through my mind, what other, you know, four horsemen? And then you, you know, you you look at the football players, the four horsemen, and you look at the four horsemen of the apocalypse where it was pulled from, and now We've used it in a different context totally, but it's starting to stick. It's starting to feel right. It's starting to gel Man, only covered a ton of ground on that promo, you know? And the thing about it is also on different promos where we're talking about that, that steel boot being a weapon, you know, it was there to protect his ankle, which made perfect sense. But if you've ever been kicked with a steel toed boot, you also know the ramifications of that. It might've been protection, but it was a weapon as well, which just put more jeopardy on all of us. And, and man, I got kicked in the head with that thing a few times. And that's the last thing I remember till the end of the night. So, you know, there was a lot of things brewing. The angle had a lot of layers and it was really, you could just feel business was just percolating.
3: When you're trying to reach your fitness goals, it can really help to have world-class instructors like Nicole Griffin and Michael Brown and a community of hundreds of thousands of people who can give you that extra push. Echelon gives you that. Echelon is the affordable way to get the workout equipment, the workout community, and an instructor's motivation right at the comfort of your own home. Echelon's fitness app provides you thousands of live and on-demand classes with great music from your favorite artists. With Echelon, you can work out anytime, day or night and crush your fitness goals. Just pick a class, climb the leaderboard, cheer each other on and give it your all. Echelon certified fitness instructors are supportive, engaging, and fun. They really know how to get you moving. Echelon's full range of affordable workout equipment, including stationary bikes, smart rowers, sleek fitness screens, or the auto folding treadmill are all connected to provide the Echelon experience around-the-clock classes for the family, including a full-body workout program that keeps you coming back. And by the way, one membership covers a family of five. And right now, you can get an Echelon EX3 bike risk-free for 30 days, plus free shipping and assembly. To get this exclusive radio offer with these free bonuses valued at $250, go to echelonfit.com slash That's E-C-H-E-L-O-N-F-I-T.com slash ARN for this free offer. That's echelonfit.com forward slash ARN. Along the way, you guys do that TV taping at the Shelby Rec Center November 12th. It's a sellout. This is where we do have some interaction with with you and Dusty. We'll play that in a a moment. On the 14th, uh, we're in Columbia, South Carolina, and you're working on top. Again, it's that six-man match. But this time, instead of flair, it's Tully. Uh, so it's still Magnum and dusty on the, on one side, this time they're teaming with Billy, Jack Haynes, it's you only and Tully. here as a six man. Did you have a preference when it came to the six man, Rick uh, and, and only or Tully and only.
5: No, God, I loved all of it. You know, it was any combination. It was not lost on me who I was in the ring with, you know, those guys were mega stars already credible talents, you know, they were top of their game and I was just like a sponge. I was, the I was the young guy, even though I didn't look it, obviously, but I was the young guy and I was just soaking it all in and, uh, Billy Jack Haynes, man, he was a very impressive guy at that point in time in his career. And that was a nice rub him being in that match. So a lot of good things going on.
3: You're also going to be doing a TV taping here. Um, in uh, November, f- November 15th, 1985, where we've got flair, Oli and Arn getting a win over Ron, uh, Garvin, Terry Taylor and Pez Watley. Arn's going to piss, uh, piss uh, he's going to pin Pez. <laughs> Easy for me to say. Arn pin Pez. That's like a tongue twister. Um, I want to talk about something that happened on the 18th because you and I've never spoke about this, but you guys do sort of a rare thing. You wander down to another territory, Memphis, Tennessee, the Mid-South Coliseum, November 18th, 1985. And it feels as if we've got a little bit of everything here. We've got a lot of local talent uh, on the show and we've got some, some young cats like Tom Pritchard, but when I say local talent, I mean like Tojo Yamamoto and Dutch band but then check this out. Jerry Lawler is going to team with dusty Rhodes and Magnum TA. To take on Tully Blanchard, who has Baby Doll by his side, Oli and Arn, and then we've got Ivan and Nikita taking on the Rock and Rolls in a steel cage match, and then in the main event, it's Ric Flair versus Coco Beware, who was substituting for Bill Dundee, who was obviously a megastar in Memphis. But tell me about this pretty rare six-man opportunity in the Mid South Coliseum, where you're standing across the ring from Jerry Lawler.
5: First time meeting Jerry. Uh, I had certainly knew all the stories and there was no internet back then. There was magazines. Yeah. Magazines, you know, that's, that's how you kept up with everything and the word of mouth and, and all that. But we knew what a huge story was. Uh, I'm sure without even asking that, that Memphis Coliseum was sold out. And in those days you had occasional talent swaps and that's what that would have been. Uh, I remember going over and, uh, you know, no hearing about the Memphis, you know, uh, city itself and how hot it was and what a great wrestling town it was, you know, but I'd never been there never worked there the territory. So it was new to me and it was, it was exciting and the fans were fantastic. They were all over it and it was a wild bunkhouse match that, you know, In Tennessee, they were accustomed, they knew what it was and, uh, it just had some new stars and, and, uh, you certainly beefed up that, uh, that card by having the Crockett talent come over. And it was just, it was one of those, you know, really, really exciting nights. And, uh, was a lot of fun.
3: It's really fun to think about you and Lawler. I think the only time you guys ever worked was the day before at the Rupp arena in Lexington, Kentucky. It's a six man, much like it is here for the big town, Memphis at the Mid-South Coliseum, that was the only t- two times you were ever in the ring with Lawler, right? Yep.
5: But you got a sense, you know, we got together uh, just limited, but you could just tell what a pro he was and how good he was in the ring. And the reason Jerry Lawler became the star that he did and pretty much, you know, worldwide is because he was a very talented guy, forget about how great he was on the microphone and what a great character he was and, and all that, the guy was a tremendous performer. And, uh, you know, I got to experience that and it was an honor and a privilege.
3: Pretty cool to see, you know, I don't think a lot of folks would have known that even happened. I didn't, I just discovered it in my research here. Uh, let's take a listen to some promos though, that aired the weekend prior November 16th, this was on worldwide. Uh, you and Oli are going to do a squash match, but I'm more interested in what you have to say. Let's take a listen here.
1: gentlemen. the Minnesota wrecking crew, the national tag team champions, Oli and iron Anderson, Mr. Anderson, this championship belt will be given away to the winner of a tournament. Isn't that correct? David Crockett. You stole that.
0: David Crockett, you're out of your mind. You don't have a tournament for something that belongs to me. Why have a tournament? This is mine. It belongs to Ole Anderson. It belongs to Arn Anderson. It belongs to the whole family. You just witnessed Tully Blanchard destroy a man he even had on the Anderson colors. So maybe he's got a little Anderson in him. You take him, Ric Flair, Ole, and myself. What crossbreeding did it take to get this much talent in one family? I can't imagine. But if you think anybody, and I mean anybody, is going to disrupt our family business, including Jim Crockett Promotions, you're nuts. And I'll tell you something else. I've been hot
1: under the collar because of what's going to happen or what they're trying to perpetrate on us. You take a look at that Dusty Rhodes. You know darn well that that thing in his doggone boot isn't legal, and don't tell me he don't have anything in his boot. Don't tell me that he just got his foot in there, because you know, and so... Certainly I know because I got wrapped upside the head by it. I know Dusty Rhodes. He's got a chunk of steel or some darn thing in his foot. And I'll tell you what. He ought to be searched. He ought to be thrown out of wrestling. He ought to be barred. He
0: put it right
1: there. And you keep your mouth shut.
0: He's walking around with an illegal weapon in that foot. He almost knocked his brains out. Rhodes, that boot should be banned. You're trying to hurt somebody. And I know who it is. And my friend, you're jumping on the three wrong guys. Because I guarantee you, if you walk that aisle against us, we're gonna take that boot and both legs this time. Woo! David Cocker there's an old saying. You don't jump a dog in his own backyard and you
1: don't mess with family. And we are the family. We're gonna be watching Rhodes every move you make.
3: Great stuff, man. Mm. <sighs> I don't know why I love those old promos, but I could just listen to old horseman promos all day long. I mean, I think once upon a time when tape trading was a thing, guys actually did that. They just made compilations, of y'all's promos and just traded them around.
5: Well, you know, you had a lot of articulate guys that uh, were really tuned in to the, to the business and, and loved the business and, you know, were intelligent guys and then. When you sort through the volume and the sometimes elevated screaming and hollering and all that, and you sort through and you go back and you listen a second time, what story are we telling? You know, everybody there that was on that promo acknowledged the danger involved in Dusty's boot. That made it huge. If we're concerned about it, then the audience should be concerned about it. And when you left that promo, it's like, man, these three guys know that that they're at a disadvantage and you know, something's going to happen here. And to acknowledge that you're afraid of, of a steel-toed boot or something, it just makes perfect sense. Why wouldn't you
3: let's, uh, let's take a listen to world championship wrestling. This is the six Oh five TBS show from the same day, November 16th, 1985. We get a, a six man tag match. Uh, with the family and then a promo afterwards, when I say the family, of course, I mean, Rick, Oli and Arn. uh, but no surprise, Rick, Oli and Arn are going to come out victorious. And then they've got a few things to say. Let's take a listen. Hey.
4: World Championship
1: Wrestling and here are the Minnesota Wrecking Crew members only on Anderson, the World Heavyweight Champion, Nature boy Ric Flair. And everybody talks about how bad the Andersons are and I know Dusty Rhodes, I know how just anxious you are to get a hold of Ric Flair. You want that World Heavyweight title. You also want that World TV title. And I know you and the Road Warriors have got something cooking, otherwise they wouldn't be down here. Flair's exactly right. There's no place for people like you, the Road Warriors, or anybody else. We're the ones that are going to run this joint, whether you like it or you don't like it. And if you don't like it, then you better come and take up the issue with us. Don't stand out here with that 50-cent jacket you got on. Looking like a hayseed farmer And tell everybody how tough you are The time to show it is when you get in the ring And the belts on us show that we're the best There is in professional wrestling
0: Tony Giovanni, how much cross-pollination Do you think it took To get a family like this All together? Just ask me that And Dusty Rhodes don't do like all these guys out here. Don't stand back across the parking lot and say you got something belongs to me. Step up for one time in your life and be a man and just come take it, okay? You know when you stand in a showroom and you're sitting in a showroom full of Mercedes-Benz and Rolls-Royces, you look real good. If you're an automobile, if you're a man and you're a wrestler, you look the best of them all. If you're standing. With the Anderson and Ric Flair. Can you see? A lot of guys walk around this great sport telling everybody what they're going to do. You're looking at three guys that have in their hands proof! Of what the put it is, Daddy, And that's, we're the best! And don't try to cut me off! Dusty Rhodes, you call calling me yellow? I'll mop the floor up we with you! When I get you, we're it's right dark Woo!
4: Now let's bring in once again the man, the world heavyweight champion, it's your boy, Ric Flair. You know, as great as I am,
0: it's a little hard... When there are too many telephone booths around for myself to get ready to come out here woo, and style and profile yeah, baby! for the world today. You see, the you see, this is the world heavyweight champion. Just like this one moment, the greatest athlete alive. Just like this, the second moment, a refined business executive. And you know what? When you're the world champion, you always, yeah. Hang out with the elite people in the greatest sport in the world. I'm talking about professional wrestling. You look at the great Tony Blanchard, the United States Heavyweight Champion, right here. There they are. My own family, the National Tag Team Champions, Only and I Anderson, and the new world's, right. and I mean world's television yeah. champion, the great... Arn Anderson, and Tony, you gotta know that, brother, you're standing right here in some tall cotton, if you know what I mean, right, Ole? Some of the best in the world,
1: right? Not some of the best. You're talking about the best. Everybody else looks at the Andersons. They look at Flair. They look at Blanchard. And when they try to figure out a game plan or when they want to figure out how they want to be the rest of their life that's the people that they look at we're the people that they look at we've got more pictures in wrestling rooms locker rooms than any place else or anybody else in the whole world that's because we're the best we've got the belts to prove it we've always done a lot of talking we've always done a lot of bragging but like we said years ago i guess it's difficult to be modest when you're so great and we are great we are the best it's hard to be humble.
0: Woo. You know you're looking at you're looking at real positive attraction guys right here. I mean, girls, is there anything like it? I know all you women out there in Columbus know how refined only Anderson can be. huh Woo. you remember how he used to The Great they of Georgia.
4: Oh, look at this. Guy. Here, there is Dusty Rhodes, oh. Magnum T.A. They got cry it They're calling Flair. To, they're calling Ric Flair, David. But there's four of these guys here. There's four of these guys on the floor here. It's easy for him to talk. Come on, you guys.
3: Man, what a way to end the show, dude. So Mm. just to sort of set the scene, if you're not able to find any of this stuff on YouTube, you've got the four horsemen out there talking trash. And all of a sudden, Dusty and Magnum appear in the ring. And it looks like it's going to be four on two as unbelievably, Dusty and Magnum are saying, yeah, we're not scared. Come on with it. And all of a sudden, as you guys start to pull yourselves up into that ring, here come the road warriors, evening the odds, four and four. And the crowd, as Pat Patterson would say, went banana.
5: <laughs> and it might be your observation that they, even the odds, I'm going to say that the odds went about threefold in their favor. <laughs> My God, that was, you know, one of the first times, you know, uh, if not the first time having that association of the road warriors with dusty and Magnum. Right.
3: Yeah. That, I would, I would think so. And, and what a. What a pop it was. I mean, a major moment in wrestling, but it's getting to, you know, the horsemen are at full strength. Dusty is back and you could argue he's got a competitive advantage because he's got the loaded boot, but you've taken his TV title. So now he wants to take Flair's world title. It's great stuff,
5: man. Good storytelling. But you know, it ties everybody together and the road warriors were an unknown quantity at that point, but. The visual of those guys was just, wow, just too much. And, uh, now you saw, you could just see the audience starting to count. It was what was four on two is now at least four on four with those guys. And maybe then some, and you could just tell that payback was coming.
3: It is coming and we're going to play a clip of that. But before we do, uh, I want to do another clip from worldwide. This is November 23rd. Uh, just to set the stage here, uh, November 19th, you guys were in Greenwood, South Carolina, doing a TV taping, and we're going to play a clip of that in just a moment. Uh, you're also going to be in Dorton Arena on November 20th. Uh, you're in Charleston, West Virginia. You're going on last. It's the 22nd here. It's Dusty and Magnum taking on Rick and yourself. Uh, and then, of course, we're home stretching it to Starcade. When we're in Philadelphia, it's a sellout, November 23rd, 12,500 fans. It's Dusty and the Road Warriors on one side, taking on Rick, Ollie, and Arn on the other. What do you remember about that? You're back in Philly, it's sold out. And uh, of course, we've seen a, a pretty special moment in wrestling in more recent weeks, but that Road Warrior pop was a real thing. What was it like here, in November of 85? This was
5: a six man. Yes, sir. Right. I'll never forget it. People ask me all the time, what is the, the strongest reaction or the the biggest reaction that you ever remember in a, you know, for a show and anywhere, no comparison, uh, they get the road warriors painted dusty up road warrior paint, we were in the ring. And, uh, when that road warrior music hit in Philadelphia, who was a bloodthirsty bunch, buddy, and that door flew open and dusty and the road warriors started down that aisle. I never heard anything like it. It was unbelievable. The chill bumps that I got watching my death, you know, my own death was coming down, coming down the aisle. It's like, I should have had a different reaction for that. I should have just ran right away.
3: That's tremendous. But
5: but standing in that ring, watching those guys come down the aisle and it would, it was only myself and Tully, right?
3: On Uh, that side. It was Rick, only, and Arn.
5: Rick, only, and Arn. yeah. So as they got almost there, he, he looked at me and goes, what do you want to do? And I said, I'm getting the hell out of here. I don't know about you. And we bailed and we gave them the ring and that place went ballistic. And what proceeded to happen probably over the next 20 minutes is the three of us took at least two full rounds of ass whippings by every one of those guys. And the audience never sat down. They never stopped screaming. We never, I don't think we ever slowed them down that night, which was the thing to do and they just dominated. They kicked our ass. That's what that audience paid to see and that's what they got. We got routed for lack of a better
3: word. I think the match you're thinking of uh when you said Tully was the next night cuz you did a six man on top again the next night. Uh but Rick had to go wrestle somewhere else that night. So you're okay. in you're in Baltimore. It's Dusty and the Road Warriors on the 24th of November. Ole Arn and Tully uh, it is a, a, bunkhouse match. Rhodes is going to pin only in eight minutes and 14 seconds, but I, I assume the reaction in Baltimore was, uh, pretty strong as well.
5: Yeah. I wouldn't say no disrespect to Baltimore. They know how I feel about those fans. there. They are you know, always great, but nothing could touch the night before, but it was pretty damn good. Baltimore is a great wrestling city.
3: Uh, I just want to add some context to this. The night before Starcade, which was November 28th, 1985, and as everybody remembers, it's a Thanksgiving tradition if you will. You guys were in Miami at the convention hall, a convention hall for championship wrestling from Florida. It's Dusty Magnum and Wahoo taking on Flair, Ole and Arn. Uh, what do you remember about this show? Uh, you have got 5,792 fans. You're back in Miami. It's the night before Thanksgiving. And the very next day, boy, it's one of the biggest shows of the year, certainly of your career, Starcade '85. But you're on the road in Miami in the main event against Magnum, Wahoo, and Dusty.
5: Well, growing up in Rome and living pretty much my entire life in the South, I am uh, used to it being cold yep. wherever I am for Thanksgiving. Yep. Much like yourself, I would imagine. Yes, sir. And it was probably 95 degrees in Miami, which felt a little funky. Yeah. But it was another great wrestling city that had a huge main event. And, uh, you know, I wasn't just like many territories. I never worked that territory. I just made shots for like Jim Crockett in and out and stuff like that. So it was a rare occurrence to get to wrestle in Miami. And, uh, in those days when you would be in a brand new venue with, with a group of guys, even though those guys might've worked there in the past, when you had that match in that town, it was just big because they were great wrestling wrestling fans. Uh, I would think the first thing, the next, next morning, we had to jump up, jump on a plane. Now we're heading towards the big one, start, star Starcade, And, uh, it would have been easy for some guys to look past that Miami match because you know, uh, how big the next night was, but yeah. every single night, Conrad, the fans were so great and business, like I said, was continuing to snowball and it was just getting bigger and Jim Crockett promotions was getting bigger. Every night was a blessing and every night was a privilege to get to perform in front of those fans. So you know, it was just another great city and another great match. And, uh, we loved it.
3: We're going to talk about starcade next week, but before we get there, we need to add some context. We're going to play uh, a couple of promos here, but then we've got boy, something big that happens that you don't want to miss. Uh, first though, here's uh Arne and Oli. uh, they're going to do a six man tag, but beforehand they've got some words for us on worldwide. This is from November 23rd.
4: Team title, let's bring in the champions. in oh, Leonard Anderson event against USWA champions, Billy Jack
0: Haynes and Chief Wahoo McDaniel. The largest single sporting event in history, Tony Giovanni. Billy Jack, you're in bed with the big dogs now. If you think you've got Wahoo McDaniels as a suitable partner, if you think that's the combination to take out the Minnesota record crew, you're sadly mistaken because in front of one billion people, me, myself, and only Anderson are not gonna disgrace ourselves by letting you do anything resembling a victory.
1: Nobody takes the belts away. We've already had one instance where somebody snuck up and tried to steal something. I'll tell you this, Billy Jack, Wahoo McDaniel, you got your work cut out for you. Dusty Rhodes, you'd better look out too because we're gonna be watching that match with you and Flair and ain't nobody gonna take any belts from Anderson's or Flair on Turkey Day.
4: And let's hear right now from the heavyweight champion of the world.
3: So from there, you guys have the, uh, the six man tag, but we're still trying to promote all we can Sarcade, But of course on the way, something big happens. Uh, dusty's got a message for Arn Anderson. Let's take a listen
2: the title against magnum ta and speaking about champions and championships here's a man with a championship belt the world television championship belt really doesn't belong to him arn and well, bob
0: Coddle, i'm tired of hearing that this is my belt jim crocker promotions is supposedly putting on some kind of tournament for something that is mine is that correct uh,
2: a tournament that's right a tournament uh, it will, will bob Cottle,
0: i earned this i've worked all my life to earn it you Jim Crockett, F. Lee Bailey, I don't care who. Nobody's going to take what belongs to me. You understand? This is mine. It's collusion out of Jim Crockett promotions to come get what I've earned. I earned this. Everybody out there knows it, and nobody's going to do
2: anything about it. Dusty Rhodes from behind, Coburn, Arn Anderson with a chair, Arn right down on the floor, and Dusty Rhodes just reaches down and picks up that belt and calmly walks away. As from behind, he turned the lights out on Arn Anderson with that chair right here while we were talking with Arn. Arn still down on the floor now, rolling around, holding the back of his head. As he's still out of here
5: comes What do
3: you think? What do you remember about that moment where Dusty Attacked you from behind. Damn it.
5: Bullshit. <laughs> what do you think I thought? Yeah. My God, who would do that?
3: It's a great question.
5: Come up and waffle somebody from behind and take something that was not theirs. Some might say it's poetic justice, you know, to them. I say, you know, that was like a thief in the night. You know, this guy came in and just, I had already, you know, become accustomed to and got comfortable with and had a lot of pride in being the world television champion. And to have it just taken away from me like that, God almighty. I just felt naked from then on. And uh oh bullshit I had it coming. What the hell? It was great TV. Dusty got his got his comeuppance and it was it was awesome. It had been building how long have we built that a couple of months yeah. from when I took it away from, it was awesome, man. It was, you know, you just felt it that once my ears quit ringing from the chair shot, uh, you know, and I'm listening to the fans and it was like, yeah, you son of a bitch. You had that comment. Duh, 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 duh. And you know, when you pay it off and they're all over the baby face doing something back to you, as a receipt, we called in the business, then, you know, that it worked and it really did, it worked
3: well, next week we're going to pick up where we left off. We're going to talk about starcade, which was of course, uh, at the end of November, and then we'll cover the rest of 1985 as we march through December of 1985, but man, there's so much that's happened in just these 60 days leading up to this, you guys left, um, Magnum TA laying in a locker room. And then you left Sam Houston laying in a parking lot and who could forget you locked the cage in the Omni and you put hard times on dusty roads. And now you've named yourself the four horsemen. This is all happening. Bam, 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 right here in the fall of 1985. And now next week, it's the big one, the gathering Starcade 85. It's a sellout, of course, uh, wherever you went, whether it was Greensboro or Atlanta, of course, the Omni was sold out as well. Uh, and you're that night going to be defending. Uh, with, uh, your old pal, Ole Anderson, the national tag team championship against the United States tag team champions, chief Wahoo McDaniel and Billy Jack Haynes, a lot of moving parts here. It's not just a regular super show. It's a super show in two separate locations. that's what we'll talk about next week here on the show. I don't know what I expected when we started going in chronological order for your career, dude, but. This is a lot of fun. And I appreciate you taking us on the ride together with everybody.
5: Well, I love, you know, our listeners and, uh, you know, they, they had told us what they wanted and we listened and I appreciate the patience of, of, I know it's a little slow, slower moving, appreciate the patience of the audience that like a faster pace, maybe show, but let me tell you guys, I know that I appreciate being able to go back and, and tell you the story because there's so many cool things that happened that nobody has ever heard about. Uh, I appreciate you guys supporting us and, you know, the, the critics have all spoken and and they're enjoying the format. And, uh, I'm glad of that. That's why we're here. You know, we're having a great time Conrad. I appreciate you and, and digging up these stories and reminding me and that's just been a blast. I'm enjoying myself. And, uh, I know you are. And I hope our audience
3: is, I want to give a shout out to the third man of our crew here, Mr. Richard land, uh, he's the editor for the history of WWE.com. So when I'm bringing up all these towns and results and attendances, that's all found at the history of WWE.com. and Mr. Land actually goes out and sources all these different clips for us. So we can bring you these promos. And I think hearing the audio from the time really adds a lot of context to the show Aaron. Wouldn't you agree.
5: Oh yeah. I mean, rabid fans, one of the coolest things when you're shooting the, the TBS show and you're, you're hearing, you, you know, an angle goes down and you can hear individual voices, you know, from the fans, Yeah, which I think is pretty cool. Then at a packed arena, you don't get to hear and you get to hear those individual voices and, and screaming and a hundred people sounds like a thousand, you know, it's just really cool.
3: We're having a great time. Hope you guys are digging what we're doing. Don't forget, you get all these shows early and ad free over at adfreeshows.com, including some incredible interactive opportunities that you don't want to miss with Arn. You get to ask Arn your question, watch old wrestling with him. It's a great time. It's adfreeshows.com. I also want to mention you can get all your Arn gear, all kinds of swag over at boxagimmicks.com. And don't forget, in case you haven't already, throw us a follow over on Twitter. Uh, we're going to start taking some more questions as we wind down 1985 over at the Arn show on twitter if you'd like to advertise your product or service on the program that's easy too. just go to advertise with conrad.com. i am at hey hey it's conrad and we are out of time we'll see you next week right here on arn hey real quick want to remind you to check out conradreviews.com if you think what i'm saying is too good to be true about save with Check out conradreviews.com. That's where you'll see a five-star review from my man, Robert, up in Warren, Michigan. He said, Diane and Brandy made my refinance simple and only took one phone call to get the process started. And the team was great with pondering my busy schedule. 99% of the communication was done via email. I was able to refinance out of my original FHA loan at a better rate. Even with the cash I took out for a kitchen remodel, my new mortgage payment is still cheaper than my original loan. Who would have thought being a podcast fan could save you money? Hey, thanks for that review, Robert. We appreciate the opportunity to help you save some cash and get that new kitchen, but check that out, guys. He got a brand new kitchen with no money out of pocket and his payment still went down. That's like getting a free kitchen. Keep more of your own money. You're overpaying your single biggest bill and you may not even realize it. Find out how much money you can save for free right now at savewithconrad.com. Or if you'd like, give us a call toll free at 888-425-0105 or shoot me an email, conrad at savewithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. Oh, and did I mention we're licensed in more than 40 states? Find out how much money you can save right now for free at SaveWithConrad.com.